Welcome to Leap Listens, the employer branding podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm joined by my co-host Roger. Hello. Leap Listens is brought to you by Leap Create, a dynamic people communications agency. Today, we meet Anthony Estrada, an LA-based director, writer and producer with a decade in the entertainment industry, including recent roles in Nicki Minaj and Jennifer Lopez's management teams. Tony has written, produced, directed and scripted content for global brands and continues to champion Latinos in front and behind the camera. The term authenticity is a recurring theme on our podcast and given Tony's background we thought it'd be interesting to delve into the methods he employs to capture it. Welcome to the podcast Tony. Thank you so much thanks for having me. Great so Tony just tell us a little bit about your career so far. Yeah, it's been very wide-spanning and and kind of all over the place, but it's been really enjoyable. I've worked predominantly as a producer, and now I've gotten more into the talent management side of things very early on as a writer, a screenwriter, and then needing to make films and get my sort of name out there. I just started making movies and putting my stuff together on my own, and that's when I found out, oh, what I'm doing is actually producing <laughs> and bringing talent on board and bringing um, you know filmmakers together and just putting projects together. And then from there, it turned into moving very much so into the talent management side of things. And I just so happened to start with two very well-known celebrities. So it was, it's been a wild ride. It's been again, all over the place. It's not made any sense to me, but so far it's, uh, it's been something I thoroughly enjoyed and something that has really brought me a lot of fulfillment. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I had to Google Nicki Minaj and Jennifer Lopez. I'd, I'd never heard of them. <laughs> Amazing. So, Tony, how did you develop your passion for film and what drew you to specialize in capturing authentic stories? So my passion for film, I think, started really early on when I was a kid. I was always buying movies at Best Buy or at any of the electronic stores like or going to Target, whatever it may have been. Um even if I hadn't seen the movie, I was buying them just because I wanted to see them. Um, and I didn't really understand why on family vacations, I would take photos of like birds and stuff like that. And my parents would always be like, this is a Tony picture. <laughs> and, um, even as a kid, I was making movies. I was remaking movies that I saw on, uh, on DVD or whatever it may have been. And I just kind of always had this bug inside of me. And then once I went to college, I didn't know what I was going to study. I thought it was going to be, business. I took a math class, found out that that wasn't going to work out. And then um, was thinking about going to the intelligence community. I took Arabic class, found out that that wasn't going to work out. And then um, sort of had to declare a major. And that's when I stumbled into a film class and it sort of took off from there. So filmmaking in particular has always been there. As far as um, authentic stories go, again, thinking back to my childhood, I remember uh, creating a, a newspaper as a kid and it was called the Ackridge, the Ackridge weekly. And that was the street that I lived on. And I would, I just wanted to hear people's stories and I wanted to hear about what was going on in my community. Even if that meant, you know, taking headlines from newspapers and then just writing them in my voice. <laughs> so it was always just telling stories and, and finding out more about people has always just been a distinct interest of mine. And if you ask my mom, she would say that she thought I was going to be a lawyer for a really long time because of my passion for learning about people and standing up for people and standing up for what I believe to be right. So um, 
yeah, again, it's always just kind of always been in my blood. Well, the the Acreage Weekly that title commits you, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I personally would have called it the the Acreage Yearly if it, if it was me doing it. This, you know, that's that's a lot of content you've got to do <laughs> just because of what you've named it. And it, and it was funny too because actually some of the neighbors, uh, the one or two times I missed early on, they'd be like. Where's our paper been? Like we've missed it, <laughs> and I was like, people are actually re- people are actually reading this thing. This is unbelievable. So yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, look, as we said in the introduction, authenticity is a recurring theme that we hear all the time on the podcast. And I suppose the question is like, what does authentic mean to you? To me, it means human connection at the very basic core. I think part of not to get too ethereal here, but I think the basic core of what brings us genuine happiness and fulfillment is human connection. And I think the way that to connect that to brands or to marketing or whatever, you know, it may be, or just on a day-to-day human interaction, that core human connection and finding out people's stories is what authenticity is to me. And Tony, you and I met on a shoot, an employer brand shoot. And like so many employer mm-hmm. brand films and content, they use real employees over actors. So I'm really interested in how you do establish that human connection and to create a comfortable environment and help what is often non-actors to essentially act themselves and come across in an authentic way. Yeah, it's funny. It's there's actually not too much of a difference between <laughs> the two as, as wild as it may seem. Actors have, you know, a really good understanding of where to look and where not to look and, you know, all the basic essentials like that. But when it comes to working with quote non actors, um, I think that it just comes down to understanding what it is that people need, understanding what it is that makes people comfortable. You know, when I walk onto set or I'm working, you know, again, whether it's with an actor or whether it's with a non-actor, it's all about trying to understand what motivates that person, trying to understand what it is that gets them really engaged. You can understand when someone is completely disengaged simply by looking at their eyes. You can understand when someone's nervous simply by feeling their energy around them. Sometimes people will talk a mile a minute because they're nervous. And then it comes down to me walking on and going, Hey, tell me about what you had for breakfast or whatever it might have, you know, whatever the simple question may be to get them to settle down. And truthfully, to me, when I present myself, it comes down to the way that I present myself physically and the way that I look. It's usually why people will see me wearing lighter colored shirts. Um, it just brings sort of a soothing aura as well as um, just always approaching someone with a smile. And if I hear something that I think can make them laugh, I usually share that with them too. So just really about creating that comfortable environment and feeling that they can be in a space to create. Well, it does explain why you were wearing last season's colors that time. (laughs) You're always catching me. You're always catching me. (laughs) Brilliant. So have you encountered any challenges in maintaining authentic performance while working on your projects? And how do you overcome them? Absolutely. I mean, so often, I think the two biggest hurdles that I run in pretty consistently, again, whether that's on a narrative project or whether that's, you know, with a, with an employer branding project, it comes down to how people are seeing the end result, right? And many people may say, well, we want to do this. And I go, great. Well, what does this mean? I need to understand your deeper vision of what this is and how we can get there. And then it also comes with when people don't necessarily understand the vision of what they're trying to do or what they're seeing 
helping to get a deeper understanding so that almost they can understand their better vision. And that may come in the form of asking a lot more questions that may come in the form of, and I, I can be probably kind of annoying when I'm asking the amount of questions I ask, but it's to make sure that I'm really gauging what it is that they're going after. And I think for me, Tony, what, what this comes from is that we are often asking people to act naturally or, or sort of if sometimes it's kind of fake up a situation or let's pretend that you know just pretend you're in a meeting or yeah or we're going to ask you a whole load of questions but we ask you to relax and just ignore the camera but you know there's a sound person there and there's 10 people staring at you and one of them is your boss but just you yeah. know just be yourself just be totally yeah so so we're i'm fascinated by this idea that authenticity is a thing that we hear a lot it's, it's one of the reasons why you know we so wanted to talk to a producer but you're ultimately you're not you're not really in an authentic situation because you know you're being asked to to do something yeah so it's how do you get that how do you then get that thing that means that people believe it because that's that's the thing that i always ask myself and it's it's particularly if, if you're having to choose stock shots or choose any any image it's like do i believe this this shot and i'm sort of fascinated by the things that you do to get closer to that yeah so to overcome those challenges i think a big part is again just really building comfort with people and really helping them to feel like where they can be is normal and oftentimes for me when i'm with let's say a bunch of employees or team members of a certain company it's really about bringing my personal energy to them and going hey i'm a very laid-back guy i'm also a very diligent guy that can get stuff done so in order to bring those two worlds together how do i bring that energy to you so that you feel calm you feel collected you feel like hey this is the place that we got to be but simultaneously we only have half an hour to get this done right <laughs> so as a matter of of that coming it may very well come down to simply again just cracking a joke or people are like well what do we talk about and i'll go i don't know talk about your favorite football team right now no one can tell what you're actually saying in the b-roll so let's just hear and that will get people engaged in conversation. That'll get people excited about what they're talking about and that will get them to light up. So it may be something as simple as that, or I may ask them, Hey, what's your favorite thing to do on the job? Uh, if we're catching B-roll on the job, you know, and they'll go, Oh, I really love doing this. Awesome. Hey, while you're doing this, I'm going to ask guy over there to walk in. Okay. That sounds great. And why don't you guys talk about your favorite part of the job together? And that again, will usually get someone to light up and get them passionate about what they're talking about. So with all the cameras and the, and the sound and all that stuff, it's just a matter of, again, getting someone to feel like this isn't out of the ordinary, even though it completely is. So it may come down to just saying, Hey, um, even if you feel like you stumble, even if you feel like you're going out of, you know, it's not your job to edit. That's me. That's my job. I can figure that part out later. All I need you to do is just tell the best story that you can tell and connect it to your heart, connect it to your humanity and to what you feel really empowers you and impassions you about your job. And from there, I can take it over from you. So don't worry about if you're stumbling or talking too much or whatever. There's two bits of great advice in there. I think one of them is about that asking people what they like about their, you know, they're getting, getting to their passion. Cause I've definitely been in interviews where you see someone going through the motions and then you ask them a question and they suddenly get onto a topic that they, they really sort of genuinely care about. And you, the whole kind of energy shifts and they're sort of in the zone of about talking about Absolutely. that and they get really excited. And that's, that's what you're after really, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes it may not even be about 
work that I want, that I will sort of maneuver the interview towards. If I hear them talking about their family a lot, if I hear them talking about some sort of passion, I'll go, Hey, how does this part of your job? Because this one thing that you said that you do, um, this part about being a maintenance technician, for instance, you talk about how that helps you to feel more connected to your, that you feel part of a team. How do you take that home with you? How does that translate to your home life? And sometimes in doing, in asking a question like that, that brings out a completely different side of them. That's when their shoulders start to relax. That's when they perk up. That's when their eyes start to light up because you start to find something that really connects to their heart and to their, their innermost desires and passions. And that to me then helps them. You can ask, you know, what's the best part of your day? And then all of a sudden, you know, they start to tell you a different story than they did before. Fantastic. So this question could be a whole nother podcast. You've worked with some really big global superstars. Is employer branding and employee experience something that's on the radar at the highest levels of the entertainment industry? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think it depends on what area you're in. I will say if you're working for an individual superstar, it's not necessarily top of mind. You know, it's really about, it's really about taking care of that person and making sure that they feel that they are in the best space for them to create. But it also comes down from the superstar down, whether it is something that they really care about, if it is something that they really want to make sure that they, that they feel taken care of. And I will say in both, in both the positions I worked with for the superstars I worked with, they really did go out of their way to make sure that like, Hey, is everyone on my team feeling good? Is everyone on my team feeling like they're being taken care of? So, you know, in that regard, I would say that yes, it matters to an extent. You know, if you go to a larger corporation in the entertainment side, you know, let's just throw out a Warner Brothers or a Sony or something like that. Then it's, you know, it takes on a completely different meaning, a completely different, um, value system because it is a corporation. So, you know, um, I would say there's a, there's a fine mix between the two. I wouldn't say there's necessarily a definitive lineage there. However, having worked in the employer branding space now, I'm like, this needs to be a big part of this because truthfully for the things that these people are trying to accomplish for the things that they want to do for the aspirations and the goals that they have, I cannot think of truthfully a more important thing than making sure that the team uh, that works around them really feels like they're taken care of and really feels like, Hey, I'm doing something meaningful here to help elevate you and to the goals that you want to do. And in turn, grow a deeper connection with your fan base that will, you know, really drive your sales or drive your popularity or drive just your message of what you're trying to get out as an artist. It's good to think that, you know, the whole sort of never meet your heroes thing could become like, do meet your heroes because actually they're... <laughs> They, they do care about the employee yeah. experience. I, I will say, I will say, you know, not every hero you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely some great ones out there. So I think there's a whole other podcast in the celebrity and into entertainment world and employer yeah. branding, but we are approaching our time together. And one of the things that we always do with all our guests is ask them if they've got any current top reads or listens that they would recommend to anyone. Yeah, I think top listens uh well top well let me start with top reads um i think one of the best books i've read recently was atomic habits ah yes i know that's an extremely popular one right now but it really had a deeply profound impact on me and then one of the all-time reads that i've had was a book called mistakes were made yeah. but not by me and it is truthfully it has fundamentally shifted my way of how i look at the world because hey 
we all think and want to blame so fast everyone else for the mistakes, but so often we could turn it back on ourselves and take a whole new level of accountability. And truthfully, I do think when it comes to employer branding or when it comes to, you know, working in the environments that we work in, it's such a necessary thing to look at. Um, as far as top listens has nothing to do with employer branding, but Smartless is my all time favorite podcast. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's a really great one. And I think gives really great insights into how to draw connections with people. And because the conversations are so scattered all over the place, you really start to understand someone on a deeper level. So that one is always one that really gets me uh, excited. Oh, thank Fantastic. you so, so yeah. much. So great advice there. Yeah. And lovely to speak to you as ever. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you so much both. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. For more expert insights, check out our other bite-sized episodes, perfect for micro-learners and those with a short attention span, just like me. And if you're in employer branding and recruitment marketing, you might be interested in our monthly EB meetups. Just search EB Meetup on LinkedIn and join our community. For anything else, contact us via leapcreate.co.uk. See you next time.